This is the Tree of Life, Season 4, Chapter 4. In this episode, we will be talking further about the network of hybrid actors who impose the boundaries of non-consensuality and consensuality within society. In Season 3, Chapter 7, we talked about how the limits of the conjoined consensuality, that is, that which separates non-linearity, a space of pure consensuality, by non-consensuality. We talked about how the hybrid actors establish the boundary of non-consensuality by establishing the nature and criteria for consent and the application of force with respect to impermissible behavior. We talked about how this boundary of non-consensuality separates the conjoined consensuality from the purely consensual reality of non-linearity. We talked about how these hybrid actors act as spatial non-consensual actors within the conjoined consensuality and archetypal consensual actors with the pure consensuality as between them. What we failed to explain fully was how these hybrid actors affect maintenance of the conjoined consensuality by punishing impermissible behavior. The hybrid actors act upon every citizen within their archetypal defined territory through the act of force within the purely consensual space in which they are archetypal consensual actors. This is to say, that if someone violates the expectations of the conjoined consensuality, by leaving the state of integration, they are punished directly through the application of force by non-consensual non-linear actors acting as agents of the hybrid actors. In fact, the entire apparatus of the state is designed to impose an archetypal consensual state on actors who are chosen or specified to be archetypal consensual actors. Which is to say, that people are selected to be archetypal consensual by virtue of archetypal assignment in early development and other spatial non-consensual by virtue of non-archetypal assignment in early development. They impose the state of integration by direct action through displacement of those designated to be archetypal consensual actors in non-linearity. The centralization of power within the state, which is to say, the state owns all of the territory of the state, centralized within the archetypal head of state, the person or persons who have authority to enforce the bounds of permissible and impermissible behavior. In the case of a monarchical system, in other words, all of the territory of the state is centralized within that monarch's lineal archetypal line, a final culmination of the joining of intellectual feudalism and actual feudalism. In a democracy, the hybrid actors are typically whoever has the power to affect or enforce the boundaries of consensuality and non-consensuality. But what this actually means is that certain individuals are deprived of consent in non-linearity whilst others are granted the authority to consent. More precisely, the family effectively by virtue of their archetypal assignments to offspring determine the issue of consent for those offspring without their knowledge or even comprehension. In effect, to some degree all actors are subject to this restriction on consent and become subject to the application of force by non-linear actors enforcing the status quo of permissible and non-permissible behavior. But the key point is that this limit is individualized by family archetypal assignments. For some, the limits on their consent are greater than others. In other words, they become subject to the non-consensual application of force in non-linearity with greater regularity if they depart from some individualized standard of behavior. 
This standard is determined by the interplay between the archetypal and spatial non-consensual lineal lines as a compromise, but it is enforced by the state. What we see thus is that the delineation between non-consensuality and the conjoined consensuality is not spatial as much as it is a reflection of a negotiation by the family as a unit. Individuals having effectively no say in the matter. Thus, the status quo imposed by the hybrid actors through non-consensual force maintains restrictions on the consent of individuals by virtue of their familial lines, restrictions which are unevenly determined within those family lines. To return to 37 families, all archetypal consensual families are provided an allocation to be distributed, they are permitted no more and no less, and punished directly by non-consensual non-linear actors through the application of force within non-linearity if any individual steps beyond their individualized, family-determined allocation. Now, since all individuals step outside the bounds of permissible behavior at some point or another, and there is flow back and forth in every social exchange, all actors may be subject to the enforcement by force through non-consensual actors in non-linearity, the pure consensuality. But for some this is frequent, for some it is rare, and for still others, it predisposes them to a state with heavily circumscribed consent. In other words, the accumulation of territory through partnering is really the only viable means for the accumulation beyond the portion provided through the status quo. For ultimately, all unauthorized movement is dealt with by way of the sanction of the law. That's the end of the podcast for today.